Hello and welcome to the Nexus Podcast. I'm your host, Jotham Jaroge, and today we have a very special guest who will finally help us figure out what we are not supposed to say to a woman in the workplace. Many of us young men have put our foot in it trying to be charming or just being plain honest. And although honesty is the best policy, you sometimes painfully discover that it was better to just keep your mouth shut. <laughs> so um, we have with us today a communications expert. This is Dr. Beatrice Njeru, who lectures at Strathmore University and specializes in organizational communication. So Beatrice, welcome to the Nexus. Thank you, Jotham. Uh, you may not know this, but you are our first female guest. So this for us is a historic moment. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. What a privilege. Thank you. <laughs> so um, I've attended some of your presentations and I like the way you always begin with a story. So I would like to ask my first question, <laughs> beginning with a story. Uh, there's a book I read four years ago called Lo Femenino in, in Spanish or in English, femininity, which has a whole lot of maxims about how women perceive the world. And one of them struck me as very interesting. It said that when it comes to clothing, men are very functional. So they put on clothes to cover up their nakedness. Whereas for women, they view clothing as an expression of what or how they feel about themselves on that particular day. So is that true or was the author just making it all up? <laughs> that's, that's phenomenal. Um, I did lose you a bit at the beginning, but I think I, I picked up the idea that the author says that women wear clothes as expressions of how they feel. That's absolutely right. Um, you see, sometimes as a woman, and, and this is the whole biological makeup of a woman, and sometimes as a woman, you, even you don't understand why you feel the way you feel sometimes, but the way you feel on a particular day will determine so many things. It'll determine how you speak to people, it'll determine how you approach things, and it determines the, the dresses that you wear, the hairstyles, and, and sometimes you just don't feel like, you know, dressing on point and sometimes you just feel like overdoing it so there is there is a lot of truth in that statement that it is an expression of how we feel on that particular day i must say though that sometimes people have said women dress for men women dress so that they can um you know they can get the attention of men i i wouldn't remove that um idea completely but I would say it really depends on the kind of uh, person that we're talking about and, and the context in which they are. So that's a very long answer to your question. No, no, it, it's, I, I like, I like um, that it sort of affirms what this author is talking about, that it wasn't just a theory, because the author is a man, okay, he's called Carlos Goni. Mm -hmm. um, he normally co-authors with his wife. So he's a philosopher and psychologist. And I guess many of these things, he bounced them off his wife. So, <laughs> um, And just more or less on the same point, uh, in the same book, uh, he gives an interesting example where he says that when you compliment a man about his clothing, you normally say, for instance, that's a nice jacket or that's a nice pair of shoes. You basically focus on the objects and their features. 
However, he advises that when you compliment a woman, you ought to say, you look nice in that dress or you look nice in those clothes. Um, so again, is that true? Do you perceive a difference as a woman? Do you perceive a difference between being told that's a nice dress and being told you look nice in that dress? Of course, there's a whole world of difference, Jotham. That's a, <laughs> two different <laughs> things. When you tell me I look nice in that dress, <laughs> it is me that you're speaking to, okay? Ah. Now, when you tell me that that dress looks nice, <laughs> it is the dress that you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> and for all intents and purposes, my interest as a woman is to know how I look in that dress. You know, it's like I'm uh -huh. separating the dress from myself, you see. So when you compliment me, that's a good thing that you bring me into the conversation as well. It's not as though the dress looks good. You know, there's something my mother used to tell me. Mm -hmm. um, my mother tells me that when you say that somebody looks nice in a certain dress, it's really nothing to do with the dress. It is everything to do with the wearer of the dress because oh. that same dress on somebody else would look totally different, you know. And this is a whole different ballgame from you men, for instance, because if a man yeah. is wearing a shirt, the truth is that shirt looks the same. On <laughs> <laughs> it <does. laughs> it's the same shirt. <laughs> I mean, it's just the same shot. Whereas for for us women, you see, we we come in in different presentations. We come in different shades of color and things like. Oh, you do come also in different presentations yes, and different shades of you. color. So it's it's very important that you put me in that conversation of the yes. dress. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Um, so, <laughs> yes, that that is a very interesting observation, um, and I'm glad to hear that. But mm -hmm. now, this takes us to a bit of a thorny issue. Compliments versus flirting. Mm -hmm. So how do you tell the difference? And that's, that's a brilliant question. You see, the thing is, um, let's take a few steps backwards and talk mm -hmm. about what communication is all about. Because when we compliment each other, we're mm -hmm. really talking about communication. Yes. The idea is here that communication does not happen yes. in a vacuum. It, it's accompanied by so many other things. Yeah. So when you, we're having a conversation, for example, mm -hmm. I am looking at your body language. I am looking at the relationship that we have with each other. I am looking at not just what you're saying, but also how you're saying it. And you see, yeah. women have a particular instinct in decoding meanings from even what you haven't said. So yeah. when you make that compliment using a whole backdrop of things. So for example, if yesterday we had a very nice conversation and I noticed that, you know, in my interpretation, there's a way in which you looked at me that I thought was, you know, pretty suspicious. When you compliment <laughs> me today, I will interpret that compliment with the eyes of yesterday's conversation, you see. So giving a compliment to a complimented, women feed on compliments, I must say. Huh. But the gap between whether you're flirting or whether it is a simple compliment can also be quite narrow depending on all of these things that I've talked about in the in the background. Mm -hmm. So let me give you an example. If you um if if it's just the two of us in a meeting in a mm -hmm. room and then you say, 
which is uh, that dress on you, perfect. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult for me to interpret that only as that. Mm. You see, depending on the relationship that we have had in the past. Now, if we've been very friendly with each other, mm-hmm. uh, for example, you and I, Jotham, are colleagues and, and, uh, and we are friends. Mm-hmm. By the way, are we friends? <laughs> yes, yes, we are. <laughs> Otherwise, we wouldn't so, be having this conversation. So, <laughs> so if, if you and I are friends huh? mm-hmm. and we, we are colleagues, <laughs> we work in the same department. Mm-hmm. So if you compliment, say, compliment me and say, bitch, that dress is really good on you. You look really good today. I Because of the relationship we have, we don't have any baggage. We don't have any, you know, any sort of anything. And I know you very well. I'm likely to say, oh, thank you. And I will move on, you see. Yeah. Now, the difference comes in when there are other things that accompany that compliment. So, mm-hmm. for example, if you tell somebody, Masi, you look really, really good, and then you say, hey, Shen, is there somebody who is uh, enjoying all this goodness every day in terms of how the person looks? Sorry, that sounds a bit funny. But <laughs> I actually detected that as a flat. I've actually detected that as a flat, yes. <laughs> Exactly. So you don't you don't need to be a communications expert to see that, you see. So yes. if you offer the compliment plus other extras, it's the extras that make a compliment turn into flirting. Mm. Wow. That is maximum education. <laughs> Those are things we need to be told because sometimes you you just feel like you don't want to leave it like you feel like you look nice. So we want to add something more, but yeah, you could actually be putting yes. your foot in it, trying to be charming yeah, um, with the best of intentions, but obviously it will come out badly. Obviously. But it's, it's a good thing that I, that I remind the gentleman that indeed it is a good thing to compliment a woman and women do like to be complimented. Uh, but then again, as I said, it's also your choice of words that will determine whether this is going to be an offensive compliment or whether it's just going to be a compliment that's going to make her day. Because you see, honestly speaking, there are some compliments that are offered to you that make your day, whereas others cause you to now keep really thinking about it and, you know, agonizing about what was said and the connotations of that. Because even in communication, we deal a lot with connotation, the yes. meaning that accompanies a certain word, you see. Mm-hmm. So it's not just what is said, but it is also what accompanies that word. So it's mm-hmm. very important that also gentlemen learn how to choose their words. So for instance, there are some words today that we tend to use that mm-hmm. are pure, you know, you, you want to be reserved about them. You want to be cautious about them. So, for instance, when you tell somebody she's looking hot, you see, that's hot is a word we use, but it's got many other connotations, you see. If, yeah. um, if my colleague said to me in my context of where we work and somebody says to me, eh, Beatrice, you're looking hot, I, I am tempted to really... Um, <laughs> think that more as an overtone rather than a simple compliment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Um, interesting, interesting. Um, and actually, <clears throat> still on the subject of clothing. Uh, now this one, I'll, I'll again frame it in a story. Uh, a colleague of ours <laughs> once came to work with a dress I'd never seen her wear before. 
So it would look really nice. So I complimented <laughs> her. Oh, sorry. She looked really nice in the dress. <laughs> so I complimented her and, and she appreciated the okay. compliment. Uh, now, a week later, yeah. she comes wearing the same dress. And I realized, okay, it wasn't a novelty. It was just that she had acquired a new item in her weekly cycle of clothing, if I could call it that. So I was kind of stuck. Uh, should I repeat the mm -hmm. compliment? Uh, would she wonder why this time I've not complimented her and yet last week I complimented her? And okay, so and that's why I, I need help. Okay, <laughs> when when it's no, a case I, that <laughs> yeah, well, what do you do? What do you do? do? Do you compliment again and again? And every time I see that dress now, I have stuck. I have obliged myself to compliment every time I see that dress. I see how I'm in that dress. Sorry, you mm -hmm. can see I'm still stuck. No. <laughs> I I can see I can see your confusion. Yes. <laughs> I can see your confusion there. You see, if you complimented her the first time, mm -hmm. chances are she will wear that dress again in the future mm -hmm. with that compliment in mind, with the confidence of knowing that you know some people have said, and in this case, Jotham said that I look really really good in this dress. So that compliment stays on and it really pushes her to wear it confidently the next time over and over again. Yeah. You do not need to feel obliged to compliment her again. Because ah. you see, again, the thin line here that we've been talking about, because when you keep saying the same thing over and over again, then she begins to question. Because you mm. see, the flip side is she could also begin to question, nah, you told me this last week, what is it that you're looking out for, you see? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You've saved us. <laughs> yeah. So you see, also the the thing about flirting is that it also has a, a, a thing of repetition. You see, mm. when you keep repeating the same thing, it's the same dress. You keep repeating. You keep repeating. Mm -hmm. Then there are certain connotations or there are certain meanings that you will wonder: Is there something you want me to note, or you know? what else because there is this so i i would suggest that in order to keep it the, to keep the relationship professional complement the dress the first time and, and you know that's that's it uh, if time passes and of course then maybe you have developed a, a closer relationship maybe you're better friends and you could say you could say it as a joke like of course you know i have always said that this dress uh, you look lovely in it you know ah. but you don't want to push it too hard uh, because then it, begun, it begins to become something else okay um wh what about if she's dressed badly i mean what meaning um what about cases where that dress just does not look good on her at all and you feel at least i feel sometimes <laughs> a sort of obligation to save her the embarrassment of walking around in something that she uh -huh. probably thinks um looks nice she probably thinks she looks nice in that dress and i'm like no you don't but then again, you see, there's that interesting factor of uh, she wore that because she wanted to, s that's how she felt that day. And it's not up to me to judge how you're feeling or mm -hmm. not. I mean, um, just help us out there. How do you, how, for women amongst yourselves, if you see somebody has put on a dress that just makes her look bad, uh, what do you say? I mean, how do you correct that situation? How do you help someone out? 
you know, Jotham, women are very different. Again, as you, you probably know, we, we are often told, and I think it's a book I read, I forget the name, that when you tell a man that, you know, uh, cut your hair, <laughs> that conversation ends there. And yes. it's, cut my hair, I will cut my hair. Yeah. When you tell a woman that, she begins to really draw so many meanings from that <laughs> statement because one statement cannot just carry one <laughs> meaning. Yeah. There has to be there has to be a multiple way of looking at it. Now, mm-hmm. if you're going to tell a woman that, or if you decide that it's the right thing to tell a woman about how she's dressed, uh, say, for example, maybe she's wearing very revealing clothes and, um, and you, you really have all good intentions of, of trying to help her out. Mm-hmm. The golden rule here is that it's not what you say, it is how you're going to say it. Yes. So if you're going to say it in a way that makes her feel trashy for example or, mm-hmm. or it's going to make her feel uh, demeaned for example mm-hmm. then that's going to strain the relationship that you and her have now yeah. it's always a good thing to create a context so if, for example you Johan, feel that there is an outfit i have one and you really want to tell me that maybe i should consider wearing something else ask me whether you can tell me something sensitive so say bitches uh-huh. um can I ask you something? Do you, would you get offended if I made a comment about your dress? Oh. Then how you present it is what is going to make a whole lot of difference. The yeah. safer way to go is for you as the man to just leave her to make the decision about what <laughs> she wants to wear and how she wants to wear it because yes. it could turn nasty depending on who she is, you see. Yes. So if, for instance, um, you have a, a lady who is very assertive and who's not afraid to, you know, very uh, openly and straightforwardly speak her mind, you mm. could end up with a boot on your face and, yes. and, you know, you could end up with somebody telling you, it's my dress, it's my choice. You close your eyes if you have a problem with it or yeah. look yeah. elsewhere if you didn't like it or I didn't yeah. wear it for you. Then how do you begin to handle that? And you're yeah. going to embarrass yourself about it. So there's, there's, a, a, there's a roundabout way of going about it. If you've got a good relationship, then ask her whether you can make a comment about it. And then now you consider making it in a very sensitive way. But mm-hmm. if you consider her personality and the relationship that you have you you may you know the second way would be to ignore it now the third way depending on what kind of um, um, negative impact you feel the dress has might she have a friend or might she have a mentor who you could tell uh, who you could offer that message to and then you you know, that message can reach to her. But also on the other hand, what is it that you don't like about that dress? What is it that, you know, and how will it affect you? What is the, you know, you have to really throw your eyes ahead and see, what if I say nothing? How does that affect her? How does that affect Mm -hmm. me? Is it for her good or is it for my good that I'm giving her this comment? So there are quite a number of things to think about there. In fact, four things to think about. Yeah. Wow. Um, just as you were saying that, uh, I remembered a, a nice, a funny story. Um, mm-hmm. J.K. Chesterton is the protagonist of mm-hmm. this story. So he was invited for a dinner. So he was seated next to a lady who was dressed in a very revealing <laughs> dress, a uh. revealing manner. So anyway, <laughs> so um, the time for dessert came. And there was fruit. <laughs> so he went and picked an apple. 
and handed it to her. Mm-hmm. And she wondered, oh, mm-hmm. that's nice of you, but why are you handing me an apple? And he said, because when Eve, when Eve ate of the fruit, she realized she was naked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that is British, uh-huh. human for, British humor for you. <laughs> that is British humor, which tends to be quite dry for many people. <laughs> Well, it tends to be quite dry, but you see, also at the same time, mm-hmm. um, supposing supposing you you decide to use a metaphor like that, and then she doesn't get it, yes. <laughs> you're, you're left with the same problem, and you haven't really solved yes. the problem. <laughs> and yeah. then you see, at the same time, um, mm-hmm. I think women like to be loved and to to feel respected and to yes. you know and to to feel that even when you're saying something that is not necessarily positive, you're saying in, in the consciousness of her feelings, you know, you yes. don't want mm-hmm. to, you don't want to disrespect her or you don't want her to feel mm-hmm. um, that, you know, that somebody thinks that she's ugly. By the way, one of the things, one of the worst things that you could do to a woman is make her feel ugly. Mm. Wow. There are certain things that you, you don't, um, you know, that if you're going to keep a relationship with a woman, you don't want her to feel, you don't want her to feel ugly. You don't want mm-hmm. her to feel unintelligent, okay? Yes. Unintelligent. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't want her to feel trashy, mm-hmm. okay? So yes. like, I'm, I'm trying to, and one of the things I really hope I can do uh, in this break is to write or, or do a video, and you're really challenging me to do this, to do a <laughs> video on... Uh, on online bullying okay oh. so i've already done like part one so what i did was to try and look at twitter and to mm-hmm. see the sorts of um, comments that are can be deemed as bullying online mm-hmm. and comments that are driven towards men and driven towards women and you will realize that most of the comments that are driven towards women have mm-hmm. everything to do with two things have physical appearance and mm-hmm. sexuality yeah which is very to, narrowing. It's very... Exactly, yeah. exactly. Whereas if you want to really attack a man, then you, inter- you, you attack the intellect, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> although, nowadays, although nowadays, the whole thing of um, body worship and body shaming and being very conscious yeah. about the body is, is becoming a man thing as mm. well. Yeah, yeah, men who are really taking uh, yes. their physical appearance a lot into consideration, yeah. Mm, yeah, mm. But they don't react the same way. I mean, uh, no, of course I've, not. No. Yeah, I've been told I have a I have a bit of a pot belly and <laughs> the <laughs> consequences of a sedentary life. And when people tell me that, you know, I say, "Hey, look, I have potential." I tell them, "I have potential." <laughs> All <laughs> this is energy. <laughs> I, I mean, I laugh about it and I move on. I mean, I. Yeah. I don't. I don't even give a second thought to it. Yeah. What What do you think? What do you think a woman would feel if you told her that she has a big pot belly? <laughs> that is actually part of one of the questions I was going to oh, ask precisely. you because, yeah, sometimes you don't know is she, is she pregnant or does she just have a pot belly? You know. No, the the safest way to go about that is to just shut up. Just, just shut up. To, okay. Yeah. Keep your mouth up. shut. Don't, Yes, just shut up. Don't even. That's that's not a territory you want to get into. And by the way, and maybe just to con- console you, it's also not 
a territory that as a woman I would like to get into myself um, yeah. to determine whether a woman is plus size or whether she's just pregnant. Mm-hmm. You, you don't want to do that. You really, because yeah. you know, there are so many complications about it. So mm-hmm. supposing indeed she was pregnant and she just lost the baby, the pot uh, belly or the tummy takes time to go back into shape, you see. Uh, so okay. if you're busy telling her about, you know, oh, you're expecting and she's just lost the baby, oh. um, that wouldn't go down very well. I'll tell you a personal story, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, initially made me learn how to just shut up on these things. There's a very good friend of mine who she, you know, the Lord blessed her with a baby. And then after about two years, her tummy just hadn't gone back to normal. Mm-hmm. And here I was jumping around thinking that, oh, she's pregnant for the second time. So I congratulated her on, you know, the progress that she and her husband were making. And she looked at me and she told me, well, you don't know how how hard it is. I wish I wish that was the truth. But uh, I I just got, uh, you know, the operation where the womb is taken out. Is it called a hair? Uh, What is it called? I'll I'll remember the word. Um, No, it's. I think it's a. Well, that yeah, yeah. she just had an operation and now she can't bear any more children. Oh. And here I was congratulating her on her pregnancy. Oh, so boy. it's it's a very it's a sensitive thing and you don't you yeah. don't want to just stay out of it. Mm-hmm. Wow. That is very good advice. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. uh, as as a man you don't know what to say, you know, you see she's pregnant, it's obvious. Okay. You see precisely, it appears obvious because men are very visual. We, we we call it as we see it. We don't think about the consequences yes. before, during, or after. <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. The consequences <laughs> come and, and hit us in the face after it's too late, after the word is out of your mouth. But yeah, we are very visual That's and true. we judge things according to mm-hmm. what we see. And you see that, hey, mm-hmm. she looks as if she's pregnant. Let me just say, hey, you're expecting. you know. And we don't think yeah. about what's happening in the background. Um unless precisely we've had the benefit of listening to you and yeah you want to stay away because some of those comments can also be even <laughs> if you're going to feign naivety and say oh i'm so sorry i didn't know about that uh you know the comment has hit home it's already yes. it's out of your mouth and into her ears and into yes. her heart and the distance between her ears and her heart is very very short oh okay <laughs> that's a very nice analogy. Distance between the, mm-hmm. her ears, what she hears, and what she yeah. um, feels. Okay, I wouldn't say feel, because the heart is more than just feelings. Mm. But yeah, it goes into the mm. core of her being. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yep. I think yep. yeah, that, that explains a lot. I mean, words matter a lot, because like my mom had grudges with people. Uh, that I would never understand mm. what the grudge was about. And until sometimes she just says, mm. what what he said to me or what she said to me, I'm like, but it, that was in the past. It exactly. was said in the past. <laughs> yeah, me, like, mommy, know. move on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but women have, a, women have a very interesting compartment. And, and this is a compartment that, you, that is called things I'll never forget. <laughs> okay. Part of that <laughs> compartment is, <laughs> is, uh, is how 
people made me feel, you see. Uh, how you made me feel, I, I tend not to forget about that. But at the same time, women tend to be very open to people who seem respectful and who are, um, you know, who, who have a genuine respect for them. It could be a genuine admiration for their thinking. And remember, by the way, Jotham, when you compliment a woman, simply on how she looks all the time, especially if she's a career woman, there's a tendency to wonder, I mean, is there nothing more than you that you see that I bring to the table apart from, mm-hmm. you know, complimenting what I look like, yeah. you see. So mm-hmm. If especially she's a career woman, one of her greatest highlights, uh, one of the best things you could do to her is compliment her thinking. Okay, mm. so once in a while, put in a compliment about her thinking and, and you say, wow, that's a brilliant idea. I would never have thought about that. Or, you know, because sometimes men are very, uh, can I say conservative in terms of complimenting how a woman thinks? Because maybe you tend to think that she would only appreciate a compliment about how she looks. On the contrary, on the contrary, um, it's a good thing to I don't want to necessarily say validate her thinking, but there's a way in which compliments about our intellectual capacity, our intellectual contribution also gives us that much more confidence to even just come out and bloom. You know, if you read books about the relationship between girls and their fathers, uh, some authors have have said, and which I find very profound, that it is the father of a girl who brings out or who calls out the woman in her. Now, what does that mean? That means that there is a yearning for compliments about not just what she looks like, but also what she's capable of. So if you have a colleague, for example, and I'm not saying that you take on the fatherly role here, but if you've got a colleague who's a female or you know somebody that you're working closely with, once in a while, it's a very good thing to talk about what they're doing right professionally. And and yeah. even if it's, you know, there's no there's no um, perfect timing for it or and especially if you do it in front of people by the way this would be great mm. if you do it in front of oh. people that's even better even yeah. better yeah okay you see the thing is uh, men at least from my personal perspective we are not mm. um, very much for giving compliments precisely because uh, we see when you do something good we see it as, hey, you've done your job. That's what was expected of you anyway, you know? <laughs> yeah. So the, and when the idea is so brilliant, precisely we say, that is yeah. a fantastic idea. And we leave it at that. We don't mm-hmm. say that you have come up with a fantastic idea. We stick to the objects. <laughs> and I think this is or why it's let important. Me tell you, Jotham, yeah? Let me tell you something that is even worse. When a woman then comes up with an idea, Mm-hmm. And the men adopt it and run with it and really take it to the very end and forget to compliment the very woman who came up with that idea. It <laughs> really is demeaning to, <laughs> to a woman. And, and yeah. she's left to, you know, it's, it's, it's also not very respectful, is it? That somebody has come up with the idea, you run with it, you succeed with it. It is only professionally acceptable that you give compliments where compliments are due she came up with the idea you probably took it to the next level or even maybe she took it to the next level but 
the whole, and I know one of the things that really offends um, is the book. There's a little book that I think even men should read, and it's called Why Good Girls Don't Get the Corner Office. Huh? I know Why if you've heard about that book. Why Good Girls Don't Get the Corner Office. Yes, yeah. <laughs> okay, yes. <laughs> Uh, and and one of the, the the very nice nuggets in there. It's a book that is written in very short chapters. There are quite a number of chapters, but they're very they're written in very short chapters. And what the author tries to do is to contrast how a woman takes things and how a man takes things. For example, how a successful woman would take things and how you know a, a woman who's really not assertive professionally, for example, would take things. So one of the things there is that when a man sees a good idea, they will take it and they will run with it and they will forget where that idea came from. And so maybe it's something mm-hmm. that the gentlemen need to learn that yes. it's, it's a good thing that even if you're going to run with that idea, remember where it came from. And if it came from a particular woman, um, compliment her on it and compliment her publicly. That will go a long way. Okay. Oh, thank you for that. <laughs> um, and I think that's that's why we need more women. Um, I mean, we need definitely a feminine presence in all workplaces, precisely mm. because, yeah, I mean, work is a place where one's creativity blooms and is mm. developed. And um, mm. recognition for that creativity is something very important. Um, and mm-hmm, if we, mm-hmm. precisely, the, the more women we have in the workplace, then, of course, the greater awareness of of having to compliment somebody for what they've done because mm-hmm. if it's a man many times uh, so long as you pay me for the idea <laughs> although yeah, these people that's... are quite protective of the ideas but so long as you 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 recognize what i've done with an equivalent mm-hmm. or monetary <laughs> compensation then i'm okay yeah. with it i'm okay with it yeah. um, yeah. Okay, and then so maybe. But you see, that's also a mm-hmm. very big difference between um, how how women and how men would look at things, because mm-hmm. sometimes women are are not. They don't. Um, let me let me put it this way: women don't have the strength. Uh, and here I'm talking about the the technical strength mm-hmm. to ask for compensation for an intellectual contribution that they have made because then the way society has dealt with women then, they would tend to think that, uh, you know, maybe it's not feminine to ask for compensation. Maybe I'm fighting a little too hard. Maybe I don't, I don't even deserve this compensation. How did I do it? So there's a whole lot of blurry line there um, yeah. when you're, when you're dealing with it. whereas as you say for a man you simply just say uh, how much is this for or are we having a gentleman's agreement mm-hmm. um yeah. this kind of sidetracks uh, from what you're really talking about but would that have something to do with the motherhood kind of instinct where when you're dealing with your own children there are so many things mm-hmm. you do for them and you can't wait around mm-hmm. for them to thank you for each and every single thing you do because you do mm-hmm. millions of things and they're just end up thanking you every minute of the day and it would just look mm. good. Is it that uh, to some extent, especially those um, women in the office who are already mothers, they're sort of um, used to not being thanked or recognized mm-hmm. for stuff that they do? Or is that just my theory? Mm-hmm. Cooked up? <laughs> well, that may well be. That may well be a contributing factor. But mm-hmm. I think it's a bigger societal issue. I yeah. think you you want to look at it from a, from an even broader perspective because as I said, there are certain things that 
uh, when a woman does, then they're called unfeminine. Okay, that's that's not very feminine. She thinks uh-huh. like a man, and you know things like that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> or she behaves like a man, or she's you know, and that mm. cannot be a compliment for a woman. When you tell a yeah. woman that she's thinking like a man or behaving <laughs> like a man, I'd, that is definitely not a compliment. So a compliment, it may well yeah. be a broader issue, uh, mm-hmm. a broader societal issue in terms of what we we have connoted women to be and what we have connoted women to stand for. So sometimes um, then the option for many women would be not to ask for what their due is, you see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then you also don't want to be seen as nagging, you see, mm-hmm. that's the other thing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. then you decide, okay, let me just do it and then we move on. Yeah. Okay. Now, unfortunately, we don't have too much time left. Um, (laughs) So I'd just like to ask one last question, um, which is concerning uh, now all this thing of compliments, what you should say, what you shouldn't say. Um, Mm -hmm. In terms of, in the area now of uh, emails, uh, digital Mm -hmm. communication. So Mm -hmm. um, now for, in, in this particular case, you're limited to just words. Mm-hmm. And it's not like when you're face to face with someone and you have the benefit of body language of the way you looked mm-hmm. at someone or the tone mm-hmm. in which you said. So uh, when it comes now to um, communicating by email, by WhatsApps, messages like that, what are some of mm-hmm. the tips, tips you could give to men that <laughs> um, would help them communicate more effectively, first of all, and in mm-hmm. a more sort of... Um, sensitive way to sensitive to the way women perceive messages as opposed to men because for us a message is a very technical thing so again you say it as you see it uh the shorter the better straight to the point (laughs) (laughs) because you want to save on credit and and we just don't have the time to type all that i I don't think you want to save on credit i think you want to save on (laughs) For you, it's about space. <laughs> space, yes. Uh-huh, so, give uh-huh. us some tips, please. Okay. Um, there's a <laughs> again. That's a that's a question that could actually take us the whole day. But let's see how <laughs> what we do with it. There's yes. a, a culture that has now been quite rampant in the past few years, and this is the whole thing of taking screenshots. Okay. Mm. Now, when you are writing, whether you're writing to a man or whether you're writing, most likely whether you're writing to a woman, because also that's the context of our conversation. Yes. If you have to ask yourself, if she took a screenshot of this and publicized it, mm-hmm. what effect would it have on me? What effect would it have on her? Okay. Yes. If the answer to that question is something that you're not sure about towards the negative Mm-hmm. then you're better off thinking twice about that because you know written messages have a permanence in them and and this yes. permanence is is not something that you can deny even in this day and age of um, of photoshop okay mm-hmm. there's only so much <laughs> you can deny even if you you know somebody insists that's photoshop you have to yeah. remember that the message is publicized and it goes out to a majority of people who will never see your response of this was Photoshop. So you want to really get it right the first time. Mm -hmm. Now, number two, that's number one, be cautious about what you write. Number Mm -hmm. two as well, you've you've got to think about um, 
what effect is this message going to have on this person? Am I talking to the issue or am I talking to the person? If you're addressing a certain issue, then address the issue separate from the person. I don't know whether you see what I mean. Um, If you feel, for example, that a certain idea is very foolish, there's a better way to put that foolishness in. You could say, for instance, hello, Beatrice, how are you? I thought about the discussion that we had and I wondered if you think it would sound better. Always learn how to separate the person from the issue that you're addressing. Because if you say, you know, you could say my idea was foolish and you could say that I am foolish, you see. And I told you for women, those two messages are one and the same thing, you see. So you've got to learn how to, to be cautious and go around that issue that you're talking about with clarity, but also with sensitivity so that she gets to understand what you're saying and also gets to see you're not necessarily referring to her as as, you know, as, uh, as, okay, for lack of a better word, as foolish, but it's the idea that you want to improve. Try and see how is it that I can make this improvement with her on mail, okay? But yeah. for me, the number one thing is, can you stand by that word even yeah. when it is publicized, even when it is mm-hmm. put out there? Is it yeah. respectful? Is it, um, or is it demeaning for, for that matter? You, mm-hmm. you want to play safe. I think communication with women, the whole idea here is that you want to play safe. But at the same time, you want to be clear. Now, yeah. I know we've run out of time, but one of the, I think I was reading an article yesterday in preparation of, um, for, for this conversation. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, one of the things, <laughs> one of the things that kills women, is when they're not sure what the man is really saying. Do Do you see what you keep telling me? For a man, it is yes or no, isn't it? But yes. <laughs> the connotations for women are you can't ignore connotations. Is oh. okay, fine. They said yes, but is it the yes of the final yes, or is it the yes of okay? We could think think about it or is it what kind of yes is it so you really want to make it as clear as possible so that she doesn't have any blues that are hanging around uh, there i always tell (laughs) i always tell my students especially the gentlemen when i'm making fun of them i always ask them you see when you're having coffee with a, a girl and you take her for coffee day one take her for coffee day five month one month two in year one, is the coffee the same coffee as you had in day one or has the coffee metamorphosed? Because a woman wants to know where is this coffee heading to? Are we, you know, she wants clarity. <laughs> she wants clarity. You know, the gentleman always tell me, but coffee is coffee. And I always yes. go like, coffee is not coffee. Why are you not having coffee with my Masi? Why are you not having coffee with Jane? Why is it just me? that you're having uh-huh. coffee with, if coffee was coffee, you see. Yeah. So you really, you really want to be clear about it. <laughs> I'll be very careful the next time I, I yeah, happen to me for coffee. <laughs> buy coffee at the same time with somebody else. Because, you know, for us, it's that, uh-huh. um, for instance, it's, it's break time. It's time mm-hmm. to have coffee. Uh, mm-hmm. So instead of me having coffee alone, why don't we have coffee together? But it's about the okay. coffee, as in it's about using the break to have coffee. It yeah. could be with anyone. I, it's just yeah. that since we have the same working schedule yeah. and we more or less have break at the same time, then for a yeah. man, you're, you are my coffee buddy. 
And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <You> know, nothing, <laughs> it doesn't go beyond that. And the moment uh -huh. my coffee break changes to something different than your coffee break, then uh -huh. the relationship ends there. <laughs> I'll have another you coffee. See, sometimes, buddy, you know. sometimes for a woman, that ending could be very brutal because you see yeah. that she'll be wondering, why is he not asking me for coffee anymore? You know, have I changed? Uh, Has something yes. changed and things like that? So you, you just want to be cautious and you want mm -hmm. to be and you want to be honest about the relationship. And I know sometimes men say, oh, you know, you've got to check her out. You've got to see whether this is really what you want. You know, but in that way, you're treating the woman as a specimen. You know, it's like a specimen in the lab that you're turning around to see yeah. whether, you know, uh, whether it turns blue when ink is poured <laughs> on them, you know, or... Yeah. Yes, it's, I mean, it's not like you're having a titration experiment. <laughs> uh, so you want to really be... <laughs> I hope you're going to cut that out <laughs> no the thing is I, only a certain age group will identify <laughs> the titration experiments that were a nightmare yes, yeah. <laughs> um, yes oh yeah absolutely absolutely so have i answered that question yes yes you have quite adequately and okay i said it was the last question but something just popped in my head that i have not asked and i had written it down <laughs> which was um, about the hairstyles so the question is on hairstyles, uh, compliments mm -hmm. on hairstyles. So um, mm -hmm. now, okay, clothing is, it's true that once in a while you come in something that is quite dazzling and we compliment you for that. Mm -hmm. But the mm -hmm. hairstyle changes practically every week. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> and so um, it, 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 does that mean that we also sort of should, it would be a good idea to compliment mm -hmm. a woman every time she comes mm -hmm. with a new hairstyle or is it mm -hmm. just something we just let it slide and mm -hmm. yeah uh, what's your take on that um you, you've got to remember that thin line that we talked about of mm. um when you when you offer too many compliments mm -hmm. definitely meanings are going to be and as i said in communication we rely on meanings meanings, meanings. are going to extracted okay yes, so you yeah. offer me com a compliment all the time especially on my hair and then you see the, <laughs> the thing about human communication is yeah. that at some point you will feel that just telling me my hairstyle is nice is not sufficient so you will yes. feel the need to compliment that and put a Add lot extra. more weight in it you know so at one point you're going to tell me all oh, the way the hair falls on your eyes you know and and now that's a whole new level of complimenting that we're getting into so yes. you you do want to keep it on the straight and simple and maybe you want to give a safe compliment like mm -hmm. you you really do your hair well now that compliment covers for the coming month for the coming yes. year for the coming you know oh. remember the compliment will do the woman good but yes. at the same time, you don't want to put yourself into an awkward position because mm -hmm. you see, or, or you don't want her to be in an awkward position. Mm -hmm. So it's a good thing to give generic comments and, and yes. maybe say something like, you're always very careful about your hair and that's beautiful. Or, you know, it's, it's lovely the way you do your hair. It, the hairstyles really suit you. And we move on. But yeah. if I change, and because I'm, I, I am literally going to change, in fact, let me just make a correction there. Women change their <laughs> hairstyles sometimes every two weeks, you see. So yes. can you imagine if you, every two weeks you're going to tell me, oh, you look nice, oh, you look nice, oh, you, oh, you look yeah. nice. Uh, Jotham, kind of also <laughs> I'm going to... You know? 
And, you know, also sometimes some women can be very witty and say, uh, is there something you're, <laughs> you're looking out for? Because <laughs> that leaves you in a very awkward position. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> yeah, so give generic comments, make them respectful and, you know, yeah. Uh, and, and really stay safe. Unless, of course, then uh, this is a, a girl you're checking out, you know, because then that ah, yes. changes the whole ball game. You see, mm-hmm. so it's, if it's a girl you're checking out, then the whole ball game and the whole scenario changes because yes. then as you increase the intensity of the comments, then you increase her likelihood of expecting that you're going to ask her for coffee and you increase the likelihood of her saying yes to that request. But I guess that's a podcast for another day. Yes, that is indeed a podcast for another day. And I think I've just found the guest for that podcast. <laughs> or maybe I'll just ask somebody else. Um, wow. Uh, this, this, has been, this has been fantastic. Uh, I've learned so much. Thank and you. I'm sure the young Thank men you. and not so young men uh, mm. who will listen to this will learn a lot. Because, yeah, um, there's a song by John Mayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, called daughters i really like it and it's something to do with just how uh the relationship between um a father and daughter or between just a man mm-hmm. and woman is is mm-hmm. it happens on various planes and yeah so for our mm-hmm. older audience they are dealing with their daughters and mm-hmm. uh, they should also mm-hmm. listen to <laughs> how they how what comments they make about their daughters especially now as you said with the thing of dressing and uh, yes. a, father, a father could just rubbish the daughter's entire day, could just spoil her entire yeah. day by just mm. making a nasty comment about her hair. And it's just an honest comment. That, Can you just turn on your like, yeah. what? <laughs> and maybe it's a new hairstyle. Yeah. Just yeah, to go and comb. Yeah, that's be a new hairstyle. And, <laughs> and the idea of the hairstyle is for it not to be combed. <laughs> yes, precisely. That's, that is the idea of the hairstyle. And, and she may interpret that as... I'm shabby. Uh, I'm, yes. yeah, I'm looking dirty, and, and yeah. it's just yeah. I, I yeah. just think you haven't combed your hair, you know. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and in fact, that maybe is an idea for another podcast, Jotham. That yes. you 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 do a podcast focusing on men with daughters. Uh, mm-hmm. They could be really young daughters, but just to see how it is that they can. Mm-hmm. As I said earlier, call out the woman in her uh, mm-hmm. and see how it is that they can help the girl to grow up with confidence, not mm-hmm. expecting to find her identity from compliments so that even when they don't come, uh, she's, she's still fine. She's confident in how she looks herself. Okay. Thank you once again, Beatrice. Uh, this has been fantastic. And um, yeah, yeah, as... as uh, that, yeah, that's <laughs> that, that's all I can say. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please remember to subscribe and also to check out our website. That's www.bagathistudycenter.org/nexus. There you'll find out more about what we do at Bagathi. And if you want to get in touch with us, you can send us an email to bagathistudycenter at gmail.com.